How's everybody doing? Alright, so uh, see, today in Children's Church, uh, they're going to be dressing like a saint, and I didn't know that, so my kids may not look the part. And then uh, tonight, we have the missionaries from Japan, uh, Reverend and Sister Richard Lucas, coming. They're going to be ministering to us tonight. Um, on the 8th, we have the XO marriage from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Uh, the sign-up sheet is in the foyer. Uh, it does help us if you sign up for that so we know how many packets to print out. Uh, the 13th is Youth Sunday, which is always a great time. And uh, the 13th is also uh, the Children's Church Sports Day. Uh, and then on the 20th, we're going to have the uh, Children's Church Animal slash Safari. So whatever that is. And then the... Um, uh, the 22nd is going to be the Ladies United Fellowship. Uh, Sign-up sheet for that is also in the foyer. Uh, the 27th is Children's Church Back to School Celebration. And is also uh, your monthly mission pledges due. And if you're going on the bus trip to Branson, please turn in your $100 deposit. Sound good? Oh 
offer up praise first before we give anything else before we move on with the service a hand clap a shout a thank you anything to the lord is enough for him anything everything that you have is enough for him and so just praise the lord for just one second i'd like the ushers to come forward and we are about to offer, but just to harp on that fact, even if you don't have money, you still have a praise, and you still have a breath, and you still have a jump, and you still have a testimony, and you still have a soul that you can still offer up to the Lord. And all of these things he wants and he needs from us, 
So as we go into this time, as we pray and we go into this next song, don't forget that even if you don't give, you still have something to give. You still have a hand clap and you still have a shout. So thank you, Lord, so much for today. Thank you, God, so much for allowing us to wake up one more time and experience your day as you intended it, God. Thank you so much for being there, Lord, and I pray that you just bless us, the givers, and you bless the given, God. Continue to have your hand over us and continue to move in however you move, God. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray.
you may be seated. So great to see you in this house today. But greater than that is that your life has been under scrutiny all week long. The angels of God have been looking in on your situation. And God has answers for the dilemmas and also he has future that is unthinkable matter of fact this is the way he said it eye hath not seen ear hath not heard neither has entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him he does put that on the finale we are so grateful for all of you here today, but I want to make note of Sister Miriam and Brother Greg, the Shoemakes family that are here, and we're glad that y'all are here. And those smiles really work well here. <laughs> Praise God. So today, the bread is the critical issue, and God is the one who created the bread. And the book said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Father. And so what we understand is that the physical bread is a facsimile of the real bread. And that is the bread that feeds our mind and then the spirit or the wine of the Spirit absolutely carries it to a next level. So today, I would like for us to get a picture in our mind of where you really are trying to go. In daily life, there are so many interruptions. There are so many things that try to distract us from our overall picture of our vision. I hope that everyone here has a vision. A lot of times people have a dream, and that is one thing. You can get a mental picture of what you'd like to be. But a vision is how far one can see well without stumbling over the things going on today. And a lot of people get so distracted or sidetracked by the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the lust of the eye. And so it is imperative that we refocus daily in our prayer life. In our repetition of saying things, we need to include the Word of God or the bread that truly energizes the brain to act and respond to life on the highest level. And everybody's got a response. Nowadays, if you actually slide over into somebody's lane, they, they got sign language, they've got uh, physical features on their face that they've already been working with. How many of you have experienced some of that? I see about 80% of you have. And so it, it's really in, uh, 
keeping with the Lord, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Because when you look at Jesus, you see victory. You see power. You see mindset. You see categorically the library of information that he parades through the ministry of the word. So today, I'd like for us to look at the word of the Lord and uh, realize what uh, that God really wants to do. And so I'm going to jump down to the area of which we all are familiar, at least know about. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It's a whole lot easier to say that than it is to include that in our daily diet and our extemporaneous thinking. And so today I'm, I'm here to try to bring our mind and future, our vision, into a focused power so that somehow we can overcome. And so the second verse, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. Uh, I have used this several times and I want to renew it. A sheep cannot drink from troubled waters. Its nose and its mouth are too close. And troubled waters will drown a sheep because of the nature of how they are made. And so it is that uh, when we have troubled waters, we need a shepherd that knows how to take us to a smooth water and a place where troubles are not taken us over he restoreth my soul that is the completeness of man you are body soul and spirit and uh, so your soul is the integrated level of life that goes with what David is saying and then he leads me in the paths of righteousness for Christ's name's sake yea and boy, we've all got those. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, well, boy, that, that little trouble nearly got me. I almost divorced him over that. I almost wanted to kill her because of that. And young'un, you hear me right now. I'm going to take your head off of your shoulders if you disobey me again. We have a lot of vernaculars that people have come up with because of the difficulties and the roaring voices that come in our mind. He leads us around those things. He leads us through those things. So I will 
walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but I will fear no evil, for God is with me. His rod and staff comfort me. Now, most of you probably have experienced that. My dad had an uncanny way of telling me how much he loved me. He had a 54-inch leather belt that slid out of all those loops around his large waist when I uh, didn't get home on time. When I mistreated one of my four sisters or if I upset my older brother, he would say, I'm doing this because I love you and you know the feeling. Well, Dad, I wish I could love you back, but it looks like it's not going to work. Ladies and gentlemen, you are living in what the Bible calls perilous times. People have this natural tendency to shear away from the chastisement of the Lord. But the Bible said the chastening of the Lord worketh patience and patience hope. And it just cycles up, not down. So today I'm here to help you to realize that the book said we are as sheep among wolves. The wolves are after you. The things of this earth want to capture your peace and your joy and your righteousness. And so the enemy has got all kind of demons. How many of you has ever seen a demon? Please don't say yes. They are invisible. But how many of us have all felt the impact of demonic forces that want to make us upset and have a bad day and, and have genuine feelings of I just can't live for God or I just can't love God because he don't do life like I want him to. That's the reason he's God. He has a way and so he came in flesh. The fact that people try to make him more than one person is not true. God is a spirit. The book declares it plainly. Now, if that's a lie, then the whole rest of it don't work. God is a spirit and seeketh such to worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, that's straight out of the book. That will harmonize your life with the peace that passes understanding, the joy that's joy unspeakable and full of glory and triumph, that when you're facing a bear or a lion, you know in whom you have believed and you are persuaded that he is able to keep that which you have committed unto him against the day of the Lord and the justice of the blood and the justice of the resurrection and the justice of his word and the justice of his spirit are going to claim you on the other side of the Red 
Sea, no matter how much uh, enemies look like they're going to take you under. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not just a Sunday school story. The Red Sea parted, and God's got a parting for you from wherever you have been, whatever you have done. There is a glory cloud hanging over us today, and as we look up unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, he is going to part the waters, and the world is going to say, my God, what a people those are. No, 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 what a God loves every one of us, and he's got it in his mind to save every one of us and take us to the promised land. Said somebody clap their hands to the master. I wish you'd look at your neighbor and say, God is sitting next to us. Not only is your cell phone alive, Message for Michael Iyer. Where is he? Ready? He just missed God. I mean, a call. We can do that same thing when God sees that you're about to get in a situation. He will call on you. And then he said, if you see the situation and you don't think I hear you, call on me. These things repeat the word of God. The children of this generation are wiser in their day than the children of light. They know that your voice can travel through the airwaves. And yet I watch people from time to time that get nervous about whether God heard them when they pray. God is a wonderful, answering, caring, loving, giving God. And he cares about what you're going through. He cares about what you've had to go through. And he knows what you're up against. So looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, is a critical daily diet. We all like to have those days when it's 70 degrees and nobody's bothering us. But how many of those days do you have? But none of us really want to give up life. None of us really want to stop it. I'm here to preach and teach to us today that Psalms 23 is an alma mater. God prepares, verse 5, a table before me in the presence of my enemies. God anoints my head with oil and my cup runneth over. 
what he's trying to get us to realize is that the word of God is absolute and you can count on it just as much as you can count on anything that has held up your weight. Now, please don't be looking at your neighbor right now. You and I are careful about a lot of things, but the foundation of the Lord standeth sure, and the Lord knoweth them that are his. There's not any shaking that's going on that's going to get you in a peril. God is your refuge. We are hid with Christ in God. Those are straight scriptures, ladies and gentlemen. So that's why we study to show ourselves approved of God, a workman that never needs to be ashamed. The word shame simply means naked, incomplete, lacking, coming up short, don't have enough to do this, don't have enough to do that. God gave us a spirit of courage. God's given us a spirit of a sound mind. God has given us a bloodline that is clean from the top to the bottom and the wisdom of your body is in that blood and the wisdom of your future is in the blood of Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, he didn't go give his blood at the cross to make a spectacle. He said, I'm going to tell you, when you call on my name, you're going to get the power of the blood because the life of the flesh is in the blood and the life of the spirit is in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatsoever you do in word or deed do all in the name of Jesus giving thanks to God and the Father by him. When you call on the name of Jesus you've called on the creator. You've called on the keeper. You've called on the healer. You've called on the wisdom. You've called on everything that you've been looking for and that is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah you're free your chains are broken your future is open and the glory of strength is available I wish somebody had praised him like he deserves it you're not praising the preacher you're praising the next breath that's it let's just shout unto the Lord praise him we're here to let him know we're enjoying your word. We enjoy your presence. So David, you know, it wasn't like David was some little perfect little guy. I mean, it wasn't like David did everything exactly right. He did quite a few things that were exactly wrong. But God knew that the man had a pure heart and he knew that when he went astray, all he had to do was call him back. You don't conquer bears and lions without a relationship with God. I want to reintroduce this. It's it's not in my notes, but it just keeps popping up in my mind. I want to say it. I, I, I know it was four weeks ago I just said it, but I want you to get this. When a man's ways, the way they live, the way they think, the way they talk, the way they respond to their neighbor, when a man's ways please the Lord, 
he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. That's why upon these two hang all the law and the prophets. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. See, with the world's concept of love, you can't love some of your neighbors because it's all about a feeling. You need to be really careful about, well, I feel like this or I feel like that. Don't go by feelings. You go by spirits. The spirit of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. Now, you can create some feelings just like the Red Sea parted. You can part the troubled waters of your heart and mind. It takes exercise. That's why it says exercising thyself unto godliness. Now, let's see here. Brother Bob, do you mind helping me? You was in the military, weren't you? You know how to fight, don't you? Fight? Now, do you know our names rhyme? But our bodies don't. My dad was six foot two. What are you, six three? Four. Four? Oh, I need to get some help. Now, you think I'm going to get him to follow me? No. We are hid with Christ in God. You want a bigger something than you. So, we're not going to do much military. I just wanted to talk that about it. <laughs> Where he leads me, I will follow. Because this uh, guy right back there on the back bench, keep going, I'm following you. That guy on the, that, that guy on the next to the last back bench right there, his name's Clark. He's fixing to get up and oppose us. He's going to try to trip you. But don't kick his leg completely off. See, when you follow the light and you follow the wisdom and you follow the glory, then you don't have any perils really. You may see that leg sticking out, but when you're following the resurrection and the life and the light and the glory, you don't have any problem. Thank you, Brother Bob. I'm here to tell you that when you try to do it yourself, people can sneak in on you. People can, uh, can use the spirits of hell to, to cause you to hear things and to feel things and to all that other junk. No, no, no. Go by the Spirit of the Lord, the righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's why you get the Holy Ghost. That's why it's essential to get the Holy Ghost. That's why it's essential to move out of just flesh concepts and move into the Holy Ghost. But watch this now. And so Paul said, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels, 1 Corinthians 13, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, I am as sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. 
So you don't want your testimony to be you got to get the Holy Ghost and you got to have the work of God going on in your life and you got to if you'll come to our church services you'll get the Holy Ghost and you'll you'll talk in tongues and you'll be powerful and all of that but if they see you Oh, my God, I don't even know if I even want to go. I don't even know if I can make it another day. That sounds pitiful to the angels that are in camp round about us that are willing to deliver us from all evil and all the powers of hell and darkness. I'm telling you, it's time for the church to rise up and say no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Nothing is going to stop me. I'm going to praise my way through what I'm going through. I'm not going to live in a jail cell and act like I don't have a friend in the world I'm living in a jail cell I'm going to praise a God till this place shakes loose I'm here to tell you Paul he was in the jail but the jail began to shake under the power of the almighty God the one that raises the sun is going to redeem you the one that gives the rain coming is going to grow you I'm here to tell you the wisdom of God is a bread of life and the bread of life is going to empower every facility that you have. I wish somebody would stand up and praise him. He deserves to hear some praise. He is in this house today. He's going to go home with you today. He's going to wake up with you tomorrow. Somebody say give. I, I can tell I'm not going to be able to finish this whole lesson. But somebody say give again. Give and it shall be given. Press down. Now we think of that only in financial terms much of the time because that's what us preachers do. Uh, we, we get up here and we want a good offering so we say give and it shall be given. Press down and over full of good measure shall men give into your bosom. Well, that does have a lot to do with your finances, but it has much more to do with your spiritual aptitude. When you give love, you reap more magnanimously than what you sent out because God joins the angels and the angels and God come to your rescue and they accelerate your mind, your heart, your spirit. Would you come help me a minute? Do we have anybody here that could pretend to be a bear? And maybe your wife could help us know when you're a bear or how you act as a bear. Do you see any bears out there? <laughs> As you well know, I don't come here to just go through some little routine. I'm here to wake up your possibles and get rid of your impossibles. I am sick of seeing impossible live where possible is knocking on the door. He said, I stand at the door and all things are possible with me. 
Anybody ever read that? No, they're not in the same scripture, but they're in the same Bible, and they come out of the same brain. He said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if any man will open, I don't care how deep your sins have gone back to history of all of your life up to a hundred, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Knock on the door. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will come to you. I will bless you. I will forgive you. I will make you wise. I will make you wise as serpents and harmless as doves. I will rescue you. I will give you a door where there seems to be no door. A way where there seems to be no way. I'm telling you, I am the life giver. That's why I tell you it's life and that more abundantly I am not getting you to join a local assembly I'm getting you to join a bloodline and a heavenly host of angels that are going to take you to a holy city we're in I'm here to tell somebody this is your day to rise up and say devil get under my feet you get behind me Satan you're not going to destroy my kids you're not going to destroy my neighbors. You're not going to destroy my city. You're not going to destroy my workplace. I'm taking light there. I'm taking hope there. I'm taking joy there. I'm taking love there. I'm taking mercy there. I'm taking forgiveness there. I'm not empty. I'm on full. Woo. Just dance your way down that aisle a little bit. Brother Mike's waiting to dance back with you. I'm here to tell you, you're not in a prison unless your mind is paralyzed. No, they're, they're about to do it again. Oh, hallelujah, that's good enough. They know you're in there. Hallelujah. Anybody else got a question? Anybody else want to get out and help them? Don't do it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not about some show or some cool deal. This is about a real deal with Jesus Christ. We dare not take it lightly that he's in here this day and saying, come unto me. All you that are weary and heavy laden and burdened down with care, I will give you rest for your weary soul. Why let the frustrations of all the other people marry you? I'm not marrying, joining hopes or helps with somebody that's down and out. The only reason I would join with them is when they call on the Lord and I will do whatever I can to get them out of their dilemma. I will go get a cable a hundred foot long and if that's not long enough, I'll borrow my neighbors. We'll go to the nth degree 
to get anybody out of wickedness and sinfulness and deteriorating thinking. I am here today to preach a gospel that Jesus created, a gospel that Jesus lived out, a gospel that God moved into the Apostle Paul who was killing Christians and said, I will save to the uttermost. You can't find it any worse than that. He was killing the Christians and God said, that's my man I want to get you out of that sir and I'm going to put you on a headline and I'm going to put your name in every book of that uh, New Testament and I'm going to reveal to that world I can take a pitiful demoniac almost and make him a saint of God and a power source and he shook prisons and he shook leaders and he shook worlds and that's where God's taken the United Pentecost Church of Paris, Texas. He's not willing that any should perish. We're going to walk out of this place today, square shoulders and a salutation to God. Yes, sir, you're my captain and I've got marching orders. I'm going to the dog world. I'm going to carry the light. I'm going to carry the love. I'm going to carry the forgiveness. I'm going to carry the mercy. I can't get there quick enough. I want this city to know. I want this county to know. There's still a living God. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Somebody say give. How many of you know the principle of giving? Give and it shall be given. Press down and running over. That's huge. Oh, well, that's just scripture. I, I, I mean, I don't even need it. Yeah, we do. That's the deal. Every part of that Bible is the bread that overcomes the world. He starts in this chapter of heralded Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He restores my soul. How many has ever been restored? Halabahanda. Get weak, get fearful. All of a sudden wonder if the church is going under. Let me tell you, the church is not going under. Get that out of your head. The church is alive. It's going to be alive when he comes. I'm telling you, people will quit God and people will turn to fear instead of faith and people will get all shook up, but the church is not going down. Quit saying that kind of junk. That's elementary stuff. The church is alive Jesus is the head of the church and I tell you his church is not going to die get rid of that devil talking to you and saying the church is going under and the church is getting moderated until it can't live I'm here to tell you the church is the body of Christ 
Now, your friends may be getting backslid, and some of the people you never dreamed may be turning around and getting cold in their spirit, but the church is alive. I'm telling you, no weapon formed against it can prosper. Either that's a lie or heaven's a lie. I believe in heaven, and I believe in the church. I believe in the body of Jesus Christ. He is about to shake this world. Oh, I wish somebody stand up and praise his name. He is worthy of all our praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you. Actually, I've got way too much stuff to try to tell you. Somebody say, give, and it shall be given. Press down, running over, shall men give into your bosom. Now, if that scripture's wrong, your sins are not satisfied by getting baptized and getting the Holy Ghost. Same author. God is not ashamed, he said, to be called God. And yet, how many people are making fun of him? And that's all because they didn't develop a real faith in him. And they thought because they went to a local building called a church. When you call this building a church, you're outside the boundaries. This church building is probably going to burn up someday. But not you. You are the body of Christ. You are the joy of Jesus. You, when you're born again of the water and the spirit, and you love him with your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you by faith repent of your sins and are baptized in the name of Jesus and fill with the spirit of Jesus, you become the body of Christ. That's why the enemy is tricking so many people. Listen to me. I'm going to go all the way back to Adam and Eve. God, the pastor, visited his two saints in a perfect garden and both of them backslid. That is enormous. That's like me coming to your house, Brother Shoemaker, every morning, make sure you're loving your wife and making sure you're loving your husband and making sure y'all feeding that sweet little baby. And ever many God blesses you with after this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is about a soul and about a God that is able. And so God is going to visit with us. But you are saved 
by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So it's not just getting it. Because the Spirit of God, Acts 1 and 8, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come. Then he later tells you what that really is. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Then he exercises it a little bit more, and he says, study to show yourself approved of God, a workman that never needs to be ashamed or naked or incomplete. And so what you do, you grow in grace and in knowledge, and then the Holy Ghost working through you, when you face Goliath, you look at the situation, and your finances offer that opportunity, and sickness in your family offers that opportunity, you say no weapon formed against me is going to prosper meaning I'm not going down if God chooses to take my mate if God chooses to take my mother that's God who gave them their life he has a right to do what he did hallelujah and so you and I looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith are going to salute him and say God not my will but thine be done you said that when you were on your way to a future and you said Paul said that not my will but thine be done and that's where the church lives it's not my way it's not my want it is my desire to give him my life my brain, my hands, my feet. I want my kids to grow up to know Jesus in the first person. I want to live him every day. I want to walk in his way. I want to joy in his path. Would somebody praise him because he's still available? So, well, Pastor, how long? do we have to do that the Bible says till Christ be formed in you just getting the Holy Ghost is the power of God unto salvation that's what your Bible says the power of the Holy Ghost unto salvation oh come in from the looking for a job and you tell your wife or you tell your husband I got me a job today going to be $65,000 this year show it to me oh well I got to start working first because faith without works is dead You can't get out of the altar and out of the tank and expect that all of a sudden because you're going to receive power from on high because you got born doesn't mean that you can throw the bottle at your mother. You better hang on to mama because she's going to keep you sucking that bottle. And you better hang on to the local church because it's going to keep giving you bottle until you can eat meat and then you're still going to have to study to show yourself approved of God. A workman that need not be ashamed. See, when I was young, I could not even lift this huge 
space. But now I know how to grip it and not even totally destroy it. That's where we're coming to. But you don't get there overnight. And so what happens is you have to give yourself unto God. And then giving yourself unto God is exercising the privilege of using his truth until you can do this regularly. Forgiving people is this. Loving people is this. You hold your position. Not collapse because people did you wrong. Not go under because people did stupid to you. No, no, no. You hold your position. I'm not turning loose of the nail-scarred hand. I'm not turning loose of the joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm not giving up my Holy Ghost spirit for anybody and acted stupid and crazy. I'm not going to give up my Holy Ghost power that causes my mind to elevate to levels of powerfulness. So when a man's ways please the Lord... Brother Mike, run down here real quick if you would. Brother Tanner, you're next. Face that way. And you get right in front of him. Don't face off with him. He thinks you want to fight. Okay. You've got the spirit... You got the blood and you got the Holy Spirit. Okay? That wisdom of God, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I named both of them twice. The Word and the Spirit of Truth and the name of Jesus. All these three agree in one. That's what John said. So when a man's ways please the Lord, he allows the Word and the spirit of truth and the name of Jesus to be the iconic power that satisfies his mind. Let me tell you something. As we move forward, just go slow because I'm old. And, and, and on that next aisle, turn a short right. And, uh, and all of a sudden, you're going to find out that uh, somebody's going to step out, brother, uh, whoever feels strong enough to stop this parade. Uh, I'm telling you, maybe you can go right to the right, right there. That, that'd be good, right there to the right. And, 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 and he's going to try to block you at, at, at that level. But I'm telling you, there's no weapon formed against you when you have the word and you have the blood and you have the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, getting the Holy Ghost is just part of it. You can wipe out any problem in your brain. You can overcome any problem in your mind. You cannot get rid of Thank you, guys. Give them a hand clap. They worked hard for this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not about what kind of a sermon that you hear. It's about truth. Because when you line up with the spirit and the word and the blood, Satan has no chance. 
You think he had a chance at Calvary? No. 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 That same blood is in the name of Jesus. Don't you think just because you got baptized in the name of Jesus that, that, that all of that just goes away? No, 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 no. The name of Jesus is the authority to exercise the word and the blood. And so he gave, somebody say he gave his life an example to us to give our life to him. That is where the church world is struggling. We've got some dynamic people. But when a man's ways please the Lord, somebody say perfect alignment. Have you ever had your tires wear out on the inside? And because, that's because the, church, the, the, the car was not in perfect alignment. You, you might go check your tires today and see if preacher's preaching right. If you've got one tire that's tilted out, I can tell you it's going to have a tread worn off on the inside edge. It's called a toe-in. It's not a fun thing to have a blowout when you look at on the outside edge and you see all this tread, and all of a sudden you wind up with a flat on the side of the road. Well, what happened? You failed to keep the alignment right. When a man's ways please the Lord stays in perfect obedience to him. And if you get out of obedience, let me help you real quick here. Get a hold of this. If a, a man sins, I write unto you, John said, that you sin not. But if you do, you've got a father that will, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins the moment we confess our sins. That's the big deal. Well, uh, I know how wives are and I know how husbands are. A husband says to the wife, well, if you wouldn't have been acting like that, you wouldn't have hurt yourself like that. Well, big shot, what do you think you've been doing? That's when somebody has got to forgive before they're asked. That's the law of alignment. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies. In other words, there's no weapon formed against you that come out with perfect alignment because when you're lined up with the God of heaven, the creator, and the blood of Jesus, the sacrifice for all of our sin, and the Holy Ghost, the power of God unto salvation, when you're lined up in all these three, there is no demon that can stop the progress of a mind that is pure. Alignment brings purity. Alignment brings holiness. Alignment brings righteousness. Alignment brings peace. Alignment brings joy. When those three are corrupted, I'm here to tell you, that's when you want to get back on your knees and get lined back up and say, God, I don't know what all I may have done, but I know one thing. I'm looking under you today. I'm looking under your mercy. I'm looking under your joy. I'm looking under your peace. I'm looking under your righteousness. I'm not going to get down and get out I am going to run the race with joy that is set before me I'm not going under I'm not quitting anything I am going to develop more of you in my life than ever before I'm going to serve you with my heart with my soul with my mind I'm going to live in alignment mercy 
I want to stop with this. I got three pages, and we hadn't even gotten half of this first one. So y'all going to have to come back next month. Ladies and gentlemen, you deserve to give yourself Jesus. Let's think about it this way. Jesus gave his life. How many people would stand and shout, I thank you, Jesus, from the bottom of your heart? How many would just stand up and shout that? That's, that's it. Okay, be seated. I just want to show you something. There is a scripture that most people like to use where money is concerned. Give and it shall be given, pressed down, running over, full of good measure. We are one small city, and there was 40 people nearly that stood up because he gave his life at Calvary. Give and it shall be given. He practiced it in front of the world. My whole body shook when he began to talk to me about that recently. Give and it shall be given. We use that at offering time. We use that about things and that still works. But that's not the big deal. The big deal is you give your life to that school. When you're in Christ, and well, I don't I forgot she's not a teacher anymore. She is a teacher, but she's not teaching over to the same school. Give and it shall be given. When your husband mistreats you, give him love. But you got to have the definition of love. You and I are living in a world that everything's fun or it's not fun. Have you been hearing that? I mean, I hear it all the time. I'm like, what? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Does that sound like fun? No, the fun is knowing I don't care how he afflicts me. From inside jail, Paul wrote the letters that you use to guide your ship. That's not fun, and yet it is. Because you, when you know you're going to win the game, who cares if you're 20 points behind? Okay? So give, and it shall be given. Press down, running over, shall men give into your bosom. Well, that is a huge thing. So whatever you give them, you're going to get more than you got, than you had. So if you give them hate or jealousy or envy, you're going to get eaten up with one of those. But if you give them love and you give them forgiveness and you give them mercy... You're going to have a river of life that no man can stop. A Niagara of blessings. Am I making any sense? Ladies and gentlemen, it's high time to take over. Take over. 
not get discouraged. Take over. I am walking on holy ground. What makes it holy? A holy God inside of you makes the next step a holy place. Makes the next step a full place. The next step a glorious place. The next step a merciful place. I'm here to tell you when you're walking in Christ Jesus, there's no weapon formed against that kind of prosperity. I'm telling you they can get the prosperity message working all they want to about money, but I am here about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost every mother every daddy every child deserves to know there's no weapon formed that can stop the church there's no weapon formed that can kill the blood of Jesus Christ they tried to do it they tried to put him in a grave it don't work he's coming out he's going to heaven and I want to be in him We just talk to him from our heart. Give and it shall be given. Give him your heart today. You say, Pastor, I gave him my heart a long time ago. Do it to every day. Give him your mind. Give him your whole body. Give way to you. I wish you'd say it with me. Give and it shall be given. Press down and run it over. Now here's the simple principle of that scripture. If you give in to anger and hate of the wrong sort. Now. On anger, that other scripture popped up right quick. Be angry and sin not. That is a critical scripture. In other words, you don't want to turn a hose of bitterness or anger at a neighbor and try to destroy them because they got your goat. Don't do that. Be angry and sin not is the fact that angry is that when there gets to be a little pus pocket or something that happened to the life that you were living, be angry that you allowed that to begin to dominate your day instead of making and sure that the thorn got out of your finger. It hurts when the thorn is under your fingernail. I just had that happen here recently. A piece of wood got up under my fingernail. And it hurt more to get the tweezers and stick it up under the fingernail than it did for the enduring pain of the sliver of wood that was up under there. So it was suffering for a minute, but the pain was relieved. So the suffering for a minute is when people see us repenting over again after being here for 60 years and saying, God, I'm sorry I gossiped. I'm sorry I couldn't hold back on telling the good news about how bad so-and-so is acting. 
Gossip will rob you. Gossip is like drinking gasoline instead of a Dr. Pepper. You're the one that's got to live with the alternative of lying, of cheating, of mismanaging your relationships. You say, Pastor, you're coming down hard. It's going to be a long eternity. Is anybody here over 150? And some of y'all have already said, I have had so much trouble all my life. And they're 50 years old. All my life. I'm talking about eternity. I said, I'm talking about forever. You think your carcass is going to carry your soul with it? No, 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 no. Your soul causes your carcass to function. Your soul, the real you, the guy that's going to live forever somewhere, that's the guy I'm talking to. That's the guy I'm preaching to. Could we pray for our city? God, give me strength, light, love. Let's, let's pray for our city. God, we want to pray the prayer you prayed for us. Not my will, but thine be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and forever and forever and forever and forever and forever. Give is where we, the church, are called waters to swim in, rivers of joy, rivers of righteousness. Don't you get down on yourself. Don't you let the devil come in after this message and make you think that because you may not have come up to this level of maturity that I have preached to you today that you don't have a fighting chance. I'm telling you, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. One good statement from your heart and say, God, forgive me for the mind, a meaningful mind and a heart. I'm here to tell you they are as far as the east is from the west right then God will never remember it against you again don't you walk out of here without getting rid of whatever may be ailing you you just take it to Jesus you don't have to say it out loud for anybody to hear you but make a commitment to God and if you falter just get right back up and say God I know I'm telling you the pastor of this church has had to do that over and over and over and over so I'm not asking you to do something I have not practiced I know in whom I have believed. I am persuaded because of the goodness of God and the mercy of God. As the musicians come, I want you to know today that the glory of the Lord is over this place right now. And all you've got to do is just by your own heart. The Bible said, if thou confesseth with thy mouth and believe in thine heart, it shall be done of him. Giving is a law.
forgive, love, and it will come back sevenfold. That's the work of God. Give, and it shall be given. Press down. We have been told that that's in the financial world, and that is true, but that's not the big world. many of you ever knew a lady named Thelma? Turn around and put your arm around my shoulder. How many ever never knew, ever knew a lady named Thelma Cross? Is that her name? I wanted to make sure I wasn't calling her the wrong name. Thelma Cross was one of the finest ladies that I was a pastor of for several years prior to leaving. But she poured seed of truth into a little boy that came up. What, what are you weighing now? Four? I mean, a couple of hundred. He weighs more spiritually than he does physically. But you know what is so cool about all that? I got a grandson in law out of that whole picture. His name's Tanner. You never know how far, and that's just a short distance. I'm just showing you right in this assembly that the goodness of God is alive everywhere. Could we stand? Thank y'all. This altar's open. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, if you've never been baptized in Jesus' name and your faith has risen to believe that Jesus Christ cares and you want to respond, we have the water ready. The Holy Ghost is all over this house. All over this building, men and women are praying right now. Give and it shall be given. Press down, running over. Give your love. Give your mercy. Give your faith to our city. Press down, running over. Goodness and mercy shall follow you. This altar's open. If you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, we're ready to help you. Would you pray for your loved ones? Would you pray for Paris, Texas right now? I'm not talking about just cut the words. I'm talking about dig up the spirit. God, we're going to march out of here in alignment with you, your sacrifice your love for a lost world, your love for one another. Beautiful. Beautiful. And if you have to go, please don't feel bad. But I wish we would just join with him in confession. I'm going to do your will. Whatever that sacrifice takes, I'm going to do the will of the Lord. I'm going to give my life 
because you said give and it shall be given pressed down running over the more of your life you give to him the more of your mind you give to him the more of him you're going to have mentally physically spiritually the name of Jesus. Hallelujah to the victory. Hallelujah to a future. Hallelujah to a heaven. Hallelujah to no hell. to my neighbor coming. this lesson and this service with this remember this God never called you to have to be a lawyer there's so many people nowadays trying to be a lawyer and trying to get people to feel guilty if they don't do this and they don't do that and all this God called you to be a witness he's got all the facts He's got every fact. What he needs is a witness to take the stand against this modern generation and say, I used to make fun of people talking in tongues, but now I am one of them. And I can 